This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Two law enforcement professionals giving their unfiltered opinions. Be forewarned, they might be triggering. So sit down and hold on. This might get a little bumpy. Here are your hosts, the Iceman and Doc Holliday. Welcome back. It's me and Doc. Yeah. Back a little extra. If you're new, be forewarned. Like I said, we might trigger you, and uh, your feelings are not our problem. Yeah. So if you get hurt, you're feeling like you hurt easily, leave now. Yeah. Yep. If you get triggered, get you a little tissue, dry your eyes. Some whiskey. Go to your crying space, call your therapist. Yeah. Yeah, maybe get you a prayer rag or something. My opinions are all mine, and Doc's opinions are all his. We don't represent uh, the anybody except ourselves. So That's correct. We'll say this, though. The first segment of Motor Crop. Motor Cock. <laughs> motor Cock. <laughs> Leave my cock out of this, damn it. It's brought to you by <laughs> Chambers and Phillips Incorporated. Waller. <laughs> I can't even tell. This podcast is going to suck. It's going to suck so bad. We got the cock. We got, uh, we got all kinds of stuff. Motor cop chronicles. It, it, it can be confusing if you say it too, too fast. Yeah. My country uh, tongue doesn't allow me to speak like that. Yeah. Well, you do have some news. Uh, if y'all remember from last week, Doc was on. Uh, Went to New Orleans this weekend for a little comp- jiu-jitsu competition. You want to tell everybody how you did? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I did well. Uh, I won uh, gold in gi and uh, gold in no gi. And, you know, it was fun, very fun competition. The guy that that uh, that I won gold against in the championships uh, matches, super nice guy. Um just an amazing human being and um so it was it was really fun um got to see a lot of good young talent you know um from really all around the country and all around the world and um you know had a really good time real good turnout our team actually won the gi and no gi um Points, points. I have no, I have no idea what that. Gi and no gi. Well, the gi is like your uh, robe. People call it a karate suit, but it's not a karate suit. It's a, it's a gi. So one, one competition you wore a gi, and yes. the other one y'all did it naked. Yeah, yeah, and nobody likes to. I wouldn't want. I mean, y'all. I mean, jujitsu. You kind of locked up. You could get some like dick in your face. Yeah. Well, there. Yeah. <laughs> there. There was a a, a point in time. Uh, you know, when we were naked on Sunday, <laughs> that uh, my junk was in his face, and then a little while later, his junk was in my face. Well, not actually his junk, just his butthole. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. I, sorry, people. I just got this visual in my head that I shouldn't have got it. And, <laughs> old, so, old brown starfish there. <laughs> I'd be tapping out. Yeah. Tapping out. I got a booty hole in my nose. He gave him the uh, brown dragon booty hole butt yeah. scrunch and yeah. uh, Iceman tapped out. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty bad. You know, 
most people don't know this about a starfish, but a starfish will attack you. And, uh, you know, when you're naked like that and you get in those, you know, compromised positions and that starfish goes around your nose, it's, uh, yeah, it's not fun at that point. It was on serious and they no gi. You just wearing a different outfit? Or? You wear a rash guard. Okay. And uh, shorts. She's got less or, to grab on too? Or? Yeah, and, and there's some difference in rules as far as, um, you know, you can't grab your opponent's clothing in no gi, um, whereas in a gi you can grab everything. So I can see how that would change up the whole fighting aspect of it there. No gi is, you know, is a lot of uh, wrestling base and stuff like that, but uh, – you know, jujitsu just the same. So it was really fun. I'm glad it's over. Um, Sunday after the the competition, I feasted like a hostage that had just been released. You know, or a Jew coming out of a concentration camp because I was I was way down in weight. You know, I, I was about 162 pounds when I'm normally over 170, close to 175. So. Got to get the old greasy hamburger. Ooh, you ain't lying. And it probably tore you the shit out your stomach. Pizza. Pizza. <laughs> that that tear you up, too, I'll agree. Yeah. If not eating it for a little bit. So, congratulations. Thank you. Did uh, way better than I would have could have done. Uh, my fat ass and bad back is <laughs> not even going to attempt to do any of that anymore. I well, I will say this. The one match that I did lose was in the open weight um, where I ended up going against a guy that was almost 240 pounds. And, um, you know, size and strength matters. Don't just weight yeah. in general. I mean, Jiu-jitsu-wise, I was better than him, but uh, weight-wise, he was much better than me. And uh, well, People don't realize you can take a, you know, in some instance, you know, you can take a 150-pound guy that's trained Against a three hundred pound guy, that he's overweight and stuff. Of course, may not be trained, but he. Trust me, I I, I was uh, I've seen guys that I was when I was at the gym one time. This guy walked in, and he must have weighed four hundred pounds and been like five eight. Bam was with me. I'm thinking, look at this dude here, and I, I don't try to body shame. I mean, he was in there like, obviously trying to lose weight, but right. I was like, fuck. I was like, I know I'm overweight, but. I kind of felt sorry for him <clears throat> until I was on a treadmill and I was watching that motherfucker lift weights. He was slinging and it. I was impressed because that dude was strong. Yeah. I was like, that dude was throwing some weight up. I was like, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, think about it, especially if you go in the law enforcement and go grab hold of somebody. Just because somebody's big and fat. That's fat. Trust me. I tell you. Underneath that fat's a lot of muscle because it takes a lot of muscle to tote all that big-ass weight around. Yeah, 300 pounds is 300 pounds. So, yeah. I mean, you got to watch the little guys. They're fast as fuck. <laughs> They're quick. <laughs> I'm not quick. Uh, guy we went to school with, we might have talked about before, uh, he was a Golden Glove champion. Yeah. And they had another guy we went to school with. He was probably about 6'4", six, 6'5", tall guy. He he. He was probably running around 220 or something. I mean, yeah, he was average, but he wasn't a big muscular guy. But he was fucking with the little guy who was very quiet. He was a quiet guy. Yeah, he was quiet. And uh, Real nice guy. I was in the weight room that day, and the big guy's nose exploded, like, out of nowhere because 
this dude punched him, I don't know how many times, in the face so fast, I didn't even see his hands move. Yeah. And laid him out. His nose had to be running. He, blood everywhere. And he just turned and went, never said a word. <laughs> went and sat back down. It's like, don't fuck with that dude over oh, yeah. there. He did the same thing to another guy right up next to some lockers outside of, uh, I guess it was World Geography. And uh, we walked out, and they were arguing, and he asked this cat about three or four times just to apologize to his girlfriend. Yeah, he's like, apologize. Yeah, he uh, dated the same girl through high school. Yeah. I think they got married, but they got divorced yeah, later. Yeah. So. You know, he said, hey, just, you know, tell her, tell her you're sorry, apologize to her. I think he had called her a whore or something like that. And, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and he didn't apologize. And so, you know, Mr. Boxer hit him about four or five times before he hit the ground. So, yeah, and it was probably so fast. Like oh, I said, yeah. this dude was so fast. You could, yeah. It's like his, his hand didn't move. Yeah. The dude was on, be on the ground. I was, uh, I was a taller, if you remember, I was tall and lanky. And so I was skinny. Mm-hmm. I was not near the size I am now. Yep. I was the tall, lanky, skinny kid. Well, I'll say tall. I was taller than most of my classmates. But I was pretty non-confrontational. Yeah. And and everybody kind of got along with everybody. I can't remember the guy's name. But I was one of them kids that didn't like going to their locker and carried, you know, 65 pounds of books in my book site. Right. <sighs> remember guy will say, I'm not, I'm not sneaky, motherfucker. That. <laughs> We were walking to class, this motherfucker, he was a bully, and kept pushing me, pushing me, kept pushing me in the back, physically pushing me. So I slowed down until the tardy bell rang, and the hallways were clear. And when he pushed me, I knew about where he was at right behind me. I slung that book sack around and hit him in the head with it and knocked his ass out and just walked on back to class and never said I just <laughs> left him in the hallway there. So it's like, stop fucking with me. Yes, I is. will knock you out. <laughs> That world geography knocked his ass out. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's funny. Don't be, don't be a bully. Well, today, nowadays, I I think if you even think about getting in a fight at school, you'll get, they got zero tolerance now. And I look back on some of that stuff, you know, some of those people, because I, you know, I was always a fighter from when I was real young, just because of the fact that I was always smaller, uh, you know, up until probably between ninth and 10th grade is when I kind of started growing and um you know and then about at that time then I got kind of even with everybody else but you know I always fought because you know it's always fun to pick on the little guy uh well back then though but once you whip that first ass but but you could get in a fight we get fist fights after school during school all that stuff like that after the fight was over if you got your ass beat or you beat the ass it was done Right. Shake, you'd shake hands. Hey, you, you got me this time, bro. And you go, you go about your business. Go, go hang out, eat lunch together, whatever. But it was done. Yeah, it was done. It, it wasn't like, oh man, we, I'm gonna have to go do this. Because hell, we 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 carried pocket knives at school. At school, had guns. Everybody in the had truck. gun yeah. racks with guns, rifles, and shotguns loaded in their vehicle at mm-hmm. school on campus. Yeah, and I don't believe anybody. Which I don't think anybody. Ever went and pulled a knife on anybody? Nope. Never pulled a gun on anybody. Nobody. You'd show up. Everybody had guns in their cars, hunting, you know, stuff like that. And it's just a whole different ball game now. It's just freaking yeah, ridiculous. You got a bunch of cooters running around now. The problem is these kids don't know how to fight. 
And that's another problem. Just like Mike Tyson said. I think Mike Tyson said it. Don't make me get it wrong, but I think he said it. He says, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And I've been punched in the face. It's not fun. Quite a few times, and it hurts. It is not fun. It does not feel good. And if you don't see it coming, it can really, you know, stun you for a that's second. That's why this nose looks the way that it looks. But, I've, you know, I've had you know, my fair share of being punched in the face and other things like that. And you ever been kicked in the balls? Not by a dude. I had a chick. I've had a couple chicks kick me in the nuts because, you know, that's just the thing they used to do. Yeah. Just kick. Now they just shoot you too. Yeah, I've, I've actually, <laughs> you know, during a trying to arrest somebody, been kicked square. I mean, teed them up, bro. Yeah. Well, when you, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yeah, it didn't bode well for him, but mm-hmm. me either. So uh, let's get on to the news. Uh, the first one we want to talk about is the. Uh, one out of Lafayette, if you want. I got a video. I can play it. Let me make sure it's the right one. Yes, it's the right one. We'll play it, and then we're going to talk about it. Get over here. Hey, get over here. You're going to get run over. Oh, uh, <laughs> backstory. This is uh, out of Lafayette, Louisiana, the police department. Story's a little older. Uh the cops uh, shoot a guy with a knife that was trying to enter a convenience store and kill him. And uh, there's more information and more stuff that have come out from the courts and stuff today or the last couple of days about it. So I'm going to play the video again, and then we'll talk about it. But it's the, uh, the body cam video here. So if you go watch the video on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, you can see it. You need to come over here. I don't know what kind of accent he's got. That's not a local accent from that. that Sounded area. Latino. Hispanic or something yeah. like that. I mean, because that, that's not a regular accent for that area. This is the first time I've watched the actual video, body cam video. Yeah. I, never, I, I just saw what was on the news before. If you're only watching, he's chasing the guy on foot right now. The guy took off running from him. He does have a knife in his hand. The the bad guy. Is f you. He just fired the taser at him, and it had no effect. And the red dot was directly in his chest. Difficulties on my fault. <laughs> Sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. It happens sometimes. That what happens when you're live. Yeah. So let me 
get this keyed back up and bring it back to where it was at. And this goes on for a little while. Anyway, they're chasing the guy. Yeah. He tried tasing him. You heard him call that the taser was ineffective. Now, this guy keeps going out in the street, too. A, a major highway here with cars coming, which is dangerous by itself. That horn was 18-wheeler. almost ran the bad guy over. And that is Mr. Trayford Pellerin. Trayford. That is currently running away from law enforcement with a knife. Now, you got backup coming. Showed up. We're back up. Guy's still running. Failing to comply. Yep. You know, so he stops, catches his breath, takes back off running again. Yeah. Now, there's probably about, what, five cops out here at this time? He's heading straight to a convenience store that's open with people in it and outside of it. See how the dude right there on the left was so close to that other cop's arm when he pulled that trigger? Yes. Holy snikes. No, they tried to tase him one or two times. Uh, it did not work. Like we talked about before, the tasers are probably 40% effective, if that much. But they tased the guy. I mean, I do not know if he was on drugs or whatever. But anyway, that that's the beginning of it you want to read the story yeah i was i was uh getting it queued up i just had it this is what uh came out today i believe that i I got today anyway yeah so uh no indictments for cops and fatal shooting of black man in louisiana don't understand why they always have to say black man it, it, it just it that's because that's the media nowadays trying to throw out a narrative yeah if it yeah. would have been it's no indictments on police officers involved in fatal shooting. Fatal a suspect. Shooting. Yeah. So it says the Louisiana grand jury decided on Tuesday it would not be indicting any police officers involved in the fatal August shooting of Trayford Pellerin, according to multiple reports, despite widespread outrage. You know, despite the outrage. That doesn't have anything to do with the evidence, but just the outrage and you should indict. Well, if you look at it, if you think about it, even though he wasn't in the actually physically trying to stab someone like the Pulo Makai girl that yeah. made a bad decision, he wasn't physically. He was going into a store that had several people yeah. uh, 
patrons and employees in that store armed with a knife. Prime. After being told over 20 times to put Tennessee the knife Tennessee versus Garner. Prime. It is 100% accurate. They wouldn't have shot him, and he went in there and killed somebody. They would have got blamed for oh, absolutely. the opposite way around. Absolutely. Peller and family attorney Ron Haley, first and foremost local media of the grand jury decision. Pellerin, who is black, was shot multiple times by police as he walked while armed with a knife outside the store. I like that. The video. Which, again, wh- wh- why do you have to put what, what color his skin is in there? Right. It has no merit. A widely shared video captured the incident and sparked national outrage since Pellerin was seen walking away from police, yet was shot numerous times. Uh, I don't know how they got national outrage because this is the first I'm hearing of this. Seriously. They actually had um, some protests that didn't get really, really violent, but were on the edge of violence over there. Well, it's Louisiana. They come down here and doing stupid shit. They're going to get... Their asses handed but to him. He was not walking away. He was running away, which was that resisting by flight. Right. He said he was armed with a knife, which is a deadly weapon. Right. And he was about to enter a business with innocent civilians in it. Right. So, I mean, there's all kind of, you know, yeah, they're, they're good. Police claim they tried to de-escalate the situation and deploy tasers video evidence but police determined they were ineffective which is true all that is 100 percent accurate an independent autopsy carried out the request of pellerin's family did not find any evidence pellerin had been tased well the video distinctly shows the officer firing the taser and then saying that the taser was ineffective he looked like he had a couple shirts on it might not have penetrated the clothes yeah, he had on yeah yeah so, uh, yeah, that's the end of it. Anyway, it was a good shoot. The first time I saw the video, <clears throat> my opinion was, first time I saw all the body cam video, unedited from a news source, because you got to go, when stuff like this comes out, you need to go do your due diligence in, in digging and find the the unedited version, not just what the news media stick up on the news because they will edit shit out of it and make right. it look a certain way. Go find it yourself. I watched it. I was like, first thing off, I was like, it's a good shoot. If it wasn't a good shoot, I said it wasn't a good shoot. Correct. It was a good shoot. They, if you go watch, if you not watch it live, go on YouTube, go on Facebook, watch the, you can watch the whole thing on, on either my page or the YouTube channel, and you can, you'll see it. It was a good shoot. These guys, Especially that one guy, I mean, it was like half a mile. They were behind this guy. So it's like, it was a good shoot. I'm sure people are going to be pissed off. The family's still going to sue. Yada, yada, yada. That's what it is, what it is. But it was a good shoot. And at least for once, they're getting it right. Right. But we're, you know, thank God we're in Louisiana, and they're, they're still pretty good at it for the time being. But it, it was a good shoot. I mean, they got video evidence. The, the attorneys can say whatever the fuck they want to. They're going to try to spin it because the attorneys want to sue. And they want their 23 or 33% or whatever the hell they take from the clients. Right. This attorney can give a rat's ass about that family, about that man that was killed or anything else. He's thinking about the bottom line dollar to Fake put green in there. Outrage. Fake so. outrage. Hey, boys and girls, listen. Uh, just, just a little word 
to the to the wise. Um, if you're carrying a knife and police are coming at you and they're giving you verbal commands with tasers and are uh, loaded Glock 17s or Glock 22s uh, pointed at you, the most and sweetest and smartest thing that you can probably do in your life to prolong your life is to drop the knife, do what they ask you to do, and you'll probably still be alive and not shot 11 times while trying to enter into a convenience store armed with a deadly weapon. If this guy would have put the knife down and did what he was asked to do, it's a wrap. I guarantee he'd have got arrested. He'd, he'd probably be out of jail right now. Because oh. I'm sure they would have found he had some kind of mental problems. Or yeah, whatever. this happened in August. Yeah, he, he would have probably <laughs> went and got some mental help and, and been out of jail already. So He I mean, was out before uh, uh, before Halloween. Yeah, I mean, he would have been out. He made that decision. Yeah, and he paid for it. So, unfortunately, I mean, he, he you know, she paid decision. Like I said, do I like seeing people get killed? Nope. Good guys or bad guys? No. I don't see anybody get killed. But when you make bad choices, you're going to make people have to make other choices that they would rather not make but have to. Right. So anyway, those cops are cleared. They still have to deal with civil suits, but I don't think they'll get anything out of that. Well, they shouldn't anyway. Yeah. But uh, so it's a, a good thing for one time. Yep. The next story is going to be the Virginia police. Virginia police stopped. Uh, uh, of course, here we go again. That this, I'm just reading the headline. Virginia police stopped a black Department of Defense employee without legal basis, officials say. It could have just said Virginia State Police stopped a DOD employee. But, of course, we have to throw color in it because that's just how shit is now today. Correct. I didn't know uh, i put this video on here. You can go find it on YouTube or other sources. Uh, just her arguing and stuff. The Virginia State Police were investigating a recent traffic stop in which a white state trooper stopped and arrested a black woman, which that's you know, state trooper stopped and arrested a woman who works for the U.S. Department of Defense without proper legal basis, according to the Office of the Fairfax Commonwealth Attorney. Uh, this comes, this story is from a News 4 uh, in Washington. They attained, the, like I said, the dash cam videos on, on there. Uh, her name was John, Johnisha, <laughs> Johnisha Brooks, I believe. I'm sure. I, I'm not sure. I'm, anyway, Miss Brooks was driving on the Capitol Beltway early on March 6th when Trooper Robert Hindenlang pulled her over. Video showed that her tail lights were not on. I saw the video. Her tail lights. She didn't have her headlight. Her, her lights on. Lights cars have these running daytime running lights. I was probably on, but her her. Lights went on. She had no tail lights. That was plain and simple to see in the video. As of March the 1st, this was five days after they changed this yet, police in Virginia cannot stop drivers for dark tail lights. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean does it? See, dark? that's what I'm saying. Because some people will put those, those they'll paint them yeah. black yeah, or they'll, they'll put, put some tinted things on them. Yeah. Or does that mean not, I mean, not operating and dark? Is it the same thing? It's, it's you know, where are you going yeah. with it? Be more uh, Pacific. Yeah, that more word. Pacific. Anyway, the troopers 
asked her to, uh, they finally get her pulled over. She didn't pull over at first at all for a while, for a very long time. So the trooper asked her to step out of the car, and he tugged on her arm. Her voice cracks as he drags her from the car. What are you doing? She asked. Please stop. Please stop. What are you doing? What did I do? He then shoves her against the car as he handcuffs her. Don't grab me, he says. I'm not grabbing you, she responds, which they people do. They, they say all kind of shit. People say that. You're hurting me. Get off. Uh, see, what happens, if you watch in the video, is she's driving. She pulls over and yields to the emergency lights. When he gets up behind her, she takes back off again. Right. So I'm like, all right, they're running. Yeah. In my mind, this person now is, 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 is running. So I'm calling in a pursuit. She's like, because I thought you were like an ambulance or something, she said. She, she said that she had one drink two hours before driving when he asked if she was drunk. Why are your eyes watery when I pulled up? Why are my eyes watery? Because people are being shot by the police. <sighs> yeah, just just quiet because, you know, well, I ain't going to say it. It's just going to. I'm freaking nervous. She then is walked back to the trooper's cruiser. Am I arrested, she asked. You're under arrest now for driving under influence and failing to yield yield to the police officer. When tested, her she came back at zero. Okay. Okay, which happens. Yep. <laughs> she said she worked for the Department of Defense and has top security clearance. Who fucking cares? Not no mo, you don't. Who, but who cares? Who cares? I mean, was that supposed to make a difference? Yeah, don't you know, be a dummy. If, if you have a professional job like that, why don't you act a little more professional? If you yeah. just stop and I got out the vehicle when he acts, all right, mm-hmm. yes, sir. Well, oh, I'm sorry. I thought, you know, I wasn't sure or whatever. The whole stop would have went different. Yeah. In my eyes, it should have. This cop could be a dick, I, a total ass, and, and do it. I, I don't believe that's the case, but if she would have just got out to listen, you know, his adrenaline was already pumping up, too. And they have dash cam, right? Yeah. Body cam. Yeah. Okay. The, the whole thing's on dash cam. hmm Anyway, after reviewing the dash cam footage, it appears that the stop was without proper legal basis given the March 1st change in the law. Mm. State police said the trooper had reasonable suspicion to pull Brooks over, but, the investigate, but are investigating the stop that Brooks said made her fear for her safety. She refused to comply despite the trooper's repeated request for her cooperation. She admitted to having consumed alcohol. I, I said, I'll let anyway, she was transported to the detention center. She was zero. It is sickening and unacceptable that any member of our community fears for their safety during a routine traffic stop. That's why I did not rest. I will not rest until we bring about the day when this is no longer the case. I have a dream. So they, uh, no, no, see, I, I disagree with that one because Martin Luther King, in my opinion, would not be supporting Black Lives Matter. Oh, absolutely totally, not. Totally against that man. Yeah, absolutely not. While the char- that, now, the district attorney, whoever, they done dropped all the charges against her. So you know she's going to sue. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, because if she gets even a misdemeanor arrest, it can affect her security clearance. Don't be an asshole. What, what gets me is this woman, you know, can't listen, comply on a simple traffic stop, but y'all going to let her have our nation's secrets? Hey, okay. Virginia, baby. Okay. Get what you get. Anyway, but they please, if you go watch that video, uh, look up yourself. Uh, she clearly had no help. So in Virginia, 
you can drive around with no headlights on in the dark, and it's perfectly fine. But I guarantee you when somebody rear-ends your fucking ass. Yeah, you're going to want to sue them. You're going to want to sue them, even though you didn't have your headlights on. If she just pulled over, he'd have probably said, look, the reason I pulled you over, you have your headlights on. Uh, I've pulled people over for that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I'm sorry, it's a rental car or something like that. I thought they automatically came on. And they do have them daytime driving lights right. on it. So they didn't realize because for some reason people are morons nowadays and don't know how to turn their own headlights on. Right. I'm like, here, let's see. turn them on. Okay, yeah. your headlights are on. Your brake light, your taillights are on now. Have a nice have day. Have a nice day. Not even a ticket. That's probably what, I'm not saying that would happen. It was a good chance it might have happened. But we'll never know because she don't want people don't want to listen people do not want to listen they want to fucking argue constantly i had one i may talk about this weekend i don't have a guest lined up for sunday yet i might be doing a just a solo i got a, a lot of stories i'm in, in, uh compiling lately and i got a good one from yesterday a couple of them i pulled over some richards so they can cave karen's i can call them richards uh, if you don't know what the nickname of Richard is, uh, go check it out. You'll find out what Richard's nickname is quickly. Quick. And uh, Richard Cranium. Antifa, the guy on the left. That guy on the left, if you're talking with the mask on, would be me, Cheddar. That's because I am still full-time active, and uh, my boss allows me to do my podcast but i stay anonymous so that's why my face is covered not antifa trust me just what i have to do but uh appreciate you listening and watching but anyway those charges were dropped you can bet she's gonna sue and uh 100 uh, i don't think they were wrong if i see somebody with their lights on i'm gonna pull them over for safety safety reasons but i guess in virginia you can just a lot of these places i've been reading have just they're just trying to stop traffic stops altogether. So yeah, that is what it is. I I feel Virginia is actually one of my higher uh, listeners. Uh, they last month, we I mean, last week uh, they had the most listeners too. Y'all go Virginia. I appreciate y'all. If you're a cop out there, I feel sorry for y'all. Absolutely, big time. Watch y'all's backs because they, they just coming after y'all. All right, the next one you want to read. This is going to be uh. Out of Texas. That's uh yeah. With the bicyclist. Police force for Texas A&M University is under fire after a 34-year-old cyclist was tasered and forcefully tackled by officers for riding through a red light. Now, I don't know if you kiddos understand this, but traffic laws for vehicles are also intended for motorists, uh, uh, for cyclists, and for uh, people that are running or walking. So, anyway, I digress. In footage from the incident, the cyclist is seen riding through a traffic light. Me, uh, I got a video on that one. Let's watch the video. While he's queuing that up. Force for Texas A&M University is under fire after a 34-year-old cyclist was tasered and forcefully tackled by officers for riding through a red light. Motor cop. Footage from the incident. The cyclist is seen riding through a traffic light on University Drive, not far from the campus of Texas A&M University. On Wednesday, when officers intervene, a patrol car from the College Station Police Department circles the cyclist, who turns away before another officer on a motorbike appears. 
The cyclist, who immediately stops in front of the officer, is pulled forcefully from the bike to screams of your under arrest. Accusing the cyclist of resisting, an officer pulls the trigger of a taser. The footage was widely criticized by Reddit users after it was first shared on Friday, causing the police department to deny its officers were too forceful. All right. Mm. You heard that part there, right? Yeah. They They've were, been chasing him for five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. He made uh illegal left-hand turn going against the flow of traffic, flip-flopped in there, go, went across two other lanes of traffic against the light and all that. So, I mean, you know, somebody should have went and kicked his head off of his shoulders, but, you know. Because when you first, if you first, when you first start the video, if you watch it, the cops making a U turn, because they've been trying to stop the dude, right? And he's not stopping, and he keeps going. The only reason he stopped because that motorcycle cop rolled up on him, and he would probably kicked him off the bike. When he got on the ground, he was still. If he just stop, when he got on the ground, if he just put his hands out, and let right. him cuff him, he'd be fine. When you start rolling around and not doing what they're telling you, they're going to hit you with the taser. Correct. Well, they are. I'm going to spray you. But <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even carry a taser I, because I prefer to spray. Yeah. The cyclist who immediately stops in front of the officer is pulled forcefully from the bike to screams of "You're under arrest!" Accusing the cyclist of resisting, which the accusations are one hundred percent accurate. Uh, the officer pulls the trigger of a taser and an O. F-word is audible from the cyclist, his face flat on the ground. Footage was widely criticized by Reddit users. Well, if you're on Reddit, that's one of your problems. After it was first shared on Friday, causing the police department to deny its officers were too forceful. Um, campus cowboys are the ones that couldn't qualify for police, wrote a Reddit user. They're just above the mall cop in the pecking order. I'm sure this is coming from a uh, liberal arts major at Texas A&M University. This is straight-up police brutality and smacks of a payout and some firings. The violence of the response should match the violence of the situation. And as a, a former law enforcement officer who is not bound by any oath of office or under any badge, if cops were out there randomly killing people, you would know it. Yeah, there's over ten. There's like ten million interactions between cops and civilians every year. Uh, Chet, um, no, we're not libertarians. Uh, I know you knew. Listening, uh, Doc is a former uh, law enforcement. He just got out of it recently. He went to the private sector. I've been doing this for 27 years. I am a motorcycle cop. You know, I know you didn't come on in the beginning, so I just give you a heads up. We, we say shit that's piss, that'll piss people off and hurt feelings, but but uh, just you know, everybody's got their own opinions. So 
but no, we're not libertarians. We we just say what we it's on our own mind. It's just our own opinions. So no, we're common sense. Uh, no big deal, Roy. I understand. Hey, everybody's busy, but you're still here. So welcome, Roy. Also, uh, no, the guy was. What people don't realize when you don't stop, even on a bicycle, right? And after you you know you know the cops are wanting you to stop. It's not a joke, okay? So, and like I said, I believe the only reason he stopped at that point is because he saw that motorcycle roll yeah. up on him. He wasn't going to get away from that motorcycle. No, motorcycle uh, was going to grab him. So, it's, and then, like I said, when they put him on the ground, for non-law enforcement people, if you watch, you watch his body language, he was not complying. Put your arms out in front of you, stop moving around, let them handcuff you, everything, he wouldn't have got tased. Right. Oh, what am I doing? Why are you doing this? And, and people do this all the time, all the time. It's called you, it's called passive resisting. You don't have to be physically fighting me. Right. If I'm trying to get you handcuffed and you're not letting me handcuff you or you keep rolling around after I'm trying to get you, that's passive resistant. They used a taser, which is less than lethal. It's basically a pain compliance to get you yeah. to comply. That's what that is. So. And it's a 30-second clip of a video that was shot from someone else. Yeah, I mean, it was five minutes. Or however long it was. But, you know, the the, uh, campus police have body cameras. They have in-car cameras, you know, and that's the stuff that they release. They release that crap right there, you know, that that kind of stuff. If you're watching it, you know, with no sound, which – I just got a text from somebody that says, if you watch it with no sound, it looks really bad, and it does. But there's a thing called totality of circumstances. And, you know, when you actually understand the totality of what took place, then you go, well, they probably should have beat the dog shit out of him instead of just tasing him. So... Not, well, we can't do that no more. That's back in the day. I No, I don't believe they – That's the, that was a footage taken from a, a civilian, I believe. Right. I don't know if those uh, officers in Texas A&M wear body cameras or not, and all agencies have them. That one guy on Reddit, whoever wrote the story, talking, or whoever made the comment on Reddit about, oh, the campus cops or, you know, what. let me tell you what, I, I've worked with LSU police, uh, a whole bunch of other college police force. They're real cops. They're post-certified. They have to go through the same training we have. Some of them even go through more training than some of the smaller PDs. Right. They're real cops. They're actually commissioned through the state, just like state police. Right. So that's what it is. You're down here in New Orleans. I used to live in on the West Bank there, Chet. Uh, Graduated from high school on on the West Bank in Marrero. Long time ago, very long time ago. I'm old, <laughs> but no, that especially these college kids, y'all. Hey, listen up and just listen. If you follow command, you won't. You you're not gonna. Get, I, I'm like I said. There's bad people everywhere. You got people at McDonald's that spit on your hamburger, but the ninety nine percent of the cops are not bad. He if he'd have just stopped, he probably would have got a freaking warning. Because I don't think a, a campus cop really likes writing tickets too much. Because a lot of them have to write a whole report with the ticket. If he'd have just stopped, it probably wouldn't have all. It wouldn't escalate it. So. Yep. I'm horseshoe. We we appreciate it. 
a whole lot. I, I get saluted sometimes driving down the road too, but it's not two thumbs up. It's just the middle <laughs> finger telling me I'm number one. I love being number one. That's how I take it. When people flip me off, I'm like God, somebody told me I was number one again. It's just, it's just fucking awesome. All right, so we did that one. I'm reigning supreme. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. So this next one, actually, story we're going to talk about is out of New Orleans. You want me to read this one? Yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. Let me get to it. No, it's out of North Carolina. I thought it was a New Orleans. No, it's The coffee not. shop one? Yeah, with the uh, sign. Oh, no, no, the coffee shop, not the hotel. I, I might not have sent that one to you. Let me read no, it. I don't down. have it. Okay, I'm like, no, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm. As y'all can tell, we are extremely prepared for tonight's yeah. podcast. We're live, and uh, <laughs> sometimes it just fucking goes that way. All right, yes, this one's out of, uh, I believe it's out of New Orleans. Vulgar comment on LeBron James. Post costs his coffee shop owner his franchise. This is out of New Orleans. From, uh, I don't know, KHOU11 or whatever it's the story. Anyway, coffee may dominate the menu at the PJ's Coffee Shop on, what's that name of that street? Cardis? I'm from right there and I don't even recognize that street name. They might have put it wrong. I don't know. Chartez. Chartez Street, whatever. It's in the French Quarter. But a recent social media comment to a post from NBA star LeBron James is creating an off-menu item. Monday, basketball star James posted, Protect our young black women and men. A comment in response to Stephen Bruno Jr. reads, Eat an eggplant emoji, which we know that means eat a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Common refers to the male body part. I don't know. I didn't want the story to be about me, he said, Ken Barnes, <laughs> who was, well, we do have this one right here. Where is it at? Where is it at? I got it right here. Find it. It's right there. All of you can kiss my rebel dick. Right there. You got that one. <laughs> my, my emoji for that would be a Vienna sausage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't use an eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, he said he when Barnes saw the comment from someone on social media page, he identified themselves as PJ Coffee franchise. He posted it. When I made the post, I never said this was a dis- despicable. This is a despicable. He shouldn't say this or should lose his franchise, or he should be canceled, or anything of that sort. I posted his words, said Barn. When PJ's Coffee saw those words, it became grounds for actions and tweet. The company said Bruno was removed as a franchise, and that his words were inappropriate and uncalled for. In a statement to WWL, a representative said PJ's is disappointed in the existing franchise, that location, or well-respected. We have proven to be collaborative franchise partners for many years. They give a whole statement. Anyway, this dude lost his franchise because he told LeBron's in a didn't tell him to his face or nothing, but to go eat a dick. So let me ask fucked up. It's called freedom of speech. Yes. Wanna tell somebody to go eat a dick? They should be able to go fucking eat a dick. They don't have to eat the dick, but even if you just want them to eat the dick. Yeah. I mean So anyway. 
I mean, poor guy lost his franchise. PJ's coffee to me sucks ass. It's long, just like Starbucks. I'm not paying that much for any fucking coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's not worth it. But the dude lost, I mean, if you're a business owner, I don't understand why he had his profile as his company, though, is what I don't understand. So, I mean, unfortunately, so yeah, you're right, PJ's <laughs> trash. I, I don't, I'm not a big coffee, like, company person he never actually told him to perform fellatio no he just said eat a dick not his dick or anybody else i mean it could did be he actually say dick. eat a dick or did he well just, no he said eat a, a an a eggplant. eggplant yeah so i mean he was actually telling him to become vegan become vegan eat vegetables <laughs> so but he, anyway this guy in new Orleans lost his uh his, his franchise because you know I oh guess i hate people you cannot you cannot have your own opinion nowadays like that, mm, mm, mm. which is it's just stupid. Yeah, it's pretty weird. But the dude can always like take PJs off and just start grinding his own coffee. That's it. He's got the location. He's got the you location. Don't need, he's got the. You don't equipment. need to use PJ's name. I mean, what kind of fucking name. I mean, PJs. I PJ mean, it almost sucks, sounds like anyway. a almost like a, a like a a hooker that can't spell right. Yeah. Hey, you want a PJ? <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, PJ. <laughs> got <laughs> But you got to eat this eggplant Some first. type of speech impediment. <laughs> so, anyway, this poor guy lost his shit. Hey, you want me to give you a PJ? I'm so, a what? A PJ? A, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no. So, Chess says my brother Charlie's trying out for Henry's. Baseball team soon is going to be a travel ball team in the southeastern region. Y'all might see it on ESPN. I, I really don't watch uh, any sports, Jet. Unfortunately, I just yeah stopped when they started kneeling down and just haven't missed it. And actually, I got rid of my cable TV. Man, I had so much time during football season. It's amazing that you don't. You know, you spend a whole Saturday from. 11 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock in the morning till, you know, midnight, watching a bunch of spoiled rotten. So, yeah. No, the whole baseball thing, Chad, is uh, especially professional baseball when they pulled the All-Star game out of Georgia, which didn't matter to me, but it hurt it hurt Georgia a lot. And uh, actually they made their voting laws better than some of these other Blue states were doing, and they made it better for everyone. And guess what? And they are bitching about it because it's making it harder for the cheap. So. And uh, Georgia still has those laws on the books. Didn't change anything. Go ahead, Major League Baseball. Yeah. Have a nice. You showed them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I think they're uh, they went from like a forty-two percent rating to like like thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. 13. And not only that, it it cost. Uh, the business owners in that area millions are like like eighty two percent owned by minorities. Yeah, they're yeah they're all black owned, and it hurt them over a hundred million dollars that of revenue that they were going to bring in on that. Yeah, it's messing them up. I love it. All right, so this what we running at? Yeah, let's get to this last one. We running want to run too long here. Uh Check out the the next one. Uh, I'll pull these pictures up with it. Yeah, let me get to this one. This picture. Come on. There you go. And that picture. You got it up? 
There you go. Yeah, okay. So this is from Maggie Valley, North Carolina. And I love North Carolina. Man, that place is so pretty. Two owners from a Maggie Valley Inn are going viral after posting what some are calling a gross message on their kiosk. Right now, the kiosk says, ACAB, A-C-A-B, the barrel is rotten. Kitty Curran said, she and her husband, Cody Curran, have run the Our Place Inn in Maggie Valley since 2015, but it's only recently that the inn's online presence has exploded. Last that I checked, our post had reached 100,000 people, Kitty Curran says. So, while it's a little bit of an extreme acronym, I would say it's reached a lot of people a lot faster than anything else we've done. The Kurens believe it's the acronym which stands for all cops are bitches or bastards or whatever that's really sparked the response. It's basically an acronym that comes up because of years of people suggesting we need police reform and we've done it politely. I'll tell you what other kind of reform we need. We need school reform where when your kid is a punk that they get the shit beat out of them and also at home well, quit being their friend, Karen. Yeah. You, you, you see the two owners in the pictures uh, I pulled up? Bro. They're some fucking hippies. Yeah. You can look yeah. at them. It's basically an acronym, okay, but I read that, which is why they said this type of message was needed. I uh, have probably over 200 phone calls in the last 48 hours of every hour of the night, Cody Curran said. Some messages they received have even been life-threatening, but Curran said it was worth getting the message out there. No regrets, Cody Curran said. But up the road from the inn, Holiday Motel owner Robert Edwards has some regrets about the Curran's message. He says, I have the opportunity with a sign on the side of the road to express my view, and I don't think the message being displayed down the road reflects our community. So he put up a sign, welcome, we proudly support our law enforcement. One love, all humanity. Yeah, well, hopefully these people at our places in, I don't know, uh, where's that, North Carolina? North Carolina. I don't know if they're red or blue, but yeah. hopefully the people are in there. If, if I was driving in and see, I'd be like, fuck them. I would even piss on their in their parking lot. Fuck them. And I hope they end up losing their business because of it. Uh well, it's their business. We tankle, yes, I do. Uh, I am. I'm still a motor cop. I've been a motor cop for twenty long, yeah, twenty years time. now. I've been on a motorcycle. Yeah. But no, these people here, you know, all cops are bosses. Somebody put on here. Appreciate all cops are. I mean, it's supposed to be an all cops a bastard. All cops are beautiful. I mean, it's just stupid. I mean, hopefully, like I said these motherfuckers end up going out of business. Yeah. And they have to go work at. I don't know. Yeah, I think North Carolina's red. I'm pretty sure. But if I owned a business, if I was a business owner, no matter what I believed in or thought about a certain group of people or whatever else, I'm not going to put that nope. out in public because it's my business. It's how I make my money. I don't care, you know, if I hated cops and it was a cop convention. Oh, I'd put I love cops up there just you trying to get the it. business. Give me not that some money. bullshit like that. See, that's people that are stupid. They're They're ignorant people they are extremely ignorant people you never let your politics or your religious beliefs or anything well let me back up let me just say this whenever somebody's doing something that's unethical immoral you know felonious 
then then make a stand. Okay, you make a stand at that point. Um, you know, because not addressing something like that makes you a coward. But and it also makes you complicit in the things that they're doing. So and again, that's my personal opinion. But uh, you don't let politics and religion and you know these hot button topics affect your income you can you know and, and it's listen what you do at home is is perfect you know if you're against you know gay marriage or if, if you're if you're for you know people marrying dogs or you know you don't like mormons or you know you're a pentecostal or you know whatever it is what you believe at home that's your right to believe. and it's your right to do it at, at your at your business as well but you're going to cost yourself money you're going to lose a demographic of people and and especially in that state you're going to lose a lot of money they're right not to, to go out of business too so anyway i mean like i said if they had an opinion uh it was this past uh this past uh fall they just done an escort working some extra duty and we went and ate and then we were going somewhere else to sit until we had our next escort a couple hours later car right in front of us with that a cab shit on the windshield yeah we ended up getting i got next to her it was a female Got next to her. I looked at her. I could see her kind of cut her eyes to the side like she, she, was, side like she was nervous. <laughs> and I just gave her like the old Forrest Gump wave. Hi, how you doing? Because you know what? Even though you hate my fucking guts, if you need my help, I'm still going to put my life on the line to help you. I'm coming. So, you yeah. know, so whatever. So this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Chambers and Phillips Incorporated. Water well drilling. That's Chambers and Phillips Incorporated Water Well Drilling for all of your water well drilling needs. In Texas. In Texas. And uh, we thank all, no, it is not okay to beat your wife in your house. Actually, I'm one of them people, I'm cops, that uh, you, you, you beat tell your wife, you probably don't want me arresting you because I cannot stand oh, a no. man you that gonna, puts his hands on a woman. You're going to get tuned up. Lowest. That you're right there with the pedophiles. If you if you yeah. if you're a man hit a woman, that's you're one right and there. one a. You're right there with a pedophile in my book. I can't stand yep. that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, way back in the day, thank God for my FTO guy, or I probably wouldn't be a, in law enforcement right now because uh, <laughs> he saved a motherfucker from a, a big ass beating. No, you got to rub their feet, man. It's not okay to beat your kids. Court, there's nothing wrong with corporal punishment. Corporal punishment and beating is two different things. You know, somebody asked earlier, I did see it. Uh, punch them in I the ride. stomach. You can punch them in the stomach. My, my, my uh, work motor is a uh, Harley-Davidson Road King. Got the 107s on it. Yeah. It's a nice ride. I like the color scheme on it. Yeah, That's a good color. Real good color. So, yeah. Well, we actually redesigned our bikes. Uh, the sheriff let us redesign our bikes when I got on motors because... It, they were funky, and I asked him, he'd let us redesign it and get stuff made and do it. <laughs> What's well, bumping over there, huh? Oh, no, he, he, like I said, 
we say if somebody needs their ass beat or something like that, a lot of times you, we're old people, so we just, just the way we talk. We don't mean physically. We're just going out and start beating the shit out of people. So, anyway, we're at our hour time limit that we like to do. We don't like to go over. We both have to go to work in the morning uh, early. Yeah, very. <laughs> Y'all can come back next week on, uh, we do this every Wednesday. Uh Live and uh, I have uh, we're I had the regular podcast part. That's not the news where I interview people and I also uh, talk about my stories and stuff like that. Uh, it's on you know Apple, Spotify, iHeart, all all those podcast platforms. Audio. I also have a YouTube channel. You can check it out. I have all my videos and uh, also the. Uh, Audios are on there also for past episodes. If you go on Apple, give me a five star, write a review, helps with the algorithm. And can you spell that? Algorithm? algorithm. Fuck no. <laughs> Dude. Algo. Let me tell you what. When I was Alga. at look, high school with me, and, and it's like I was just happy. I think I was like a C student. I was just glad to graduate. Yeah. I was like, I was, I was not, you know. I graduated, you know, probably in the middle of the pack. I, I, I was the same way and then graduated college with honors. Yeah, well, I should have stayed in college. <laughs> graduated grad school with a 3.93. Stay in college, like kids. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate all y'all uh, listening and watching. It's uh, the most I ever had on Twitch. We appreciate it. Yeah. Even if you don't Good like stuff. us or don't agree with us, I mean, everybody say everybody's uh, got their own opinions on stuff, and it's just fun. We just try to be funny a lot of the times, and well, we sometimes we, we get serious, and sometimes we just like I said, but it's our it's our own opinion, and uh, and I like you, and you like me, and I like you too. You're so. my friend. <laughs> You're such my friend. <laughs> So anyway, like I said, uh, you can hit me hit hit us up at uh, Motorcop Chronicles at gmail dot com. If you got, if anybody's a cop, veteran, uh, fireman, first responder, you want to be a guest, you got stories, email me. If you don't want to be on the show, uh, tell about on telephone or whatever, uh, I'll read your story in my great articulate voice. That's sarcasm at its finest, That's right there. That's a wonderful radio voice you have. No, it's not. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, just hit us up uh, if you got any ideas. Like, have not, a good week, people. We'll be here. I'll be here Sunday. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to be live or not Sunday. And we'll be here Wednesday. And uh, remember to always smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on